0: Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet, and both thirsts would be slaked. <clears throat> Alright friends, this is a very exciting day. Jackson, we're stoked for you. You got to read at Mass. You're receiving First Communion at Mass. This is a big day. I want to talk about this gospel because Jesus seems a little nutty in this gospel, amen? Yeah, he's a little, he seems a little off his rocker a little bit. Jesus is saying, like, I want to set the world on fire. What's he talking about? What's he talking about? What's he talking about? Has Jesus, like, had, like, a really bad night's sleep and he's really cranky and now he just wants to burn it all down? No. No, 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 no. All right. Talk about this fire. So, this time of year, fall, I... Just about more than anything, I love like a good bonfire. Anybody else here love bonfires? Like, oh my gosh, sitting around a bonfire at night with your buddies, just talking late into the evening, you got your sweatshirt on, maybe your roasting marshmallows, I just love it. I love it, I love it. I love how bonfires sound, I love how bonfires smell. I love how bonfires smell so much that you know how you can get candles that smell like things? I got a candle that smells like a bonfire just because it reminds me how much I love it. So bonfires are so great. Right, so here's a question. You take a log, you put it in the bonfire, you leave it in the fire, and what is the fire going to do to the log? What's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, right here. So the log catches on fire, and then you leave the log in there long enough, it eventually burns it all the way down and turns it into ash. It destroys it. Right? So you take a marshmallow. You're going to roast your marshmallow. You put it by the fire. You start turning it and turning it. And then you start talking to your friend. And you forget to pay attention to your marshmallow. All of a sudden your marshmallow is on fire. It's roasting and roasting and roasting. And then you look back you're like, oh my gosh. And what happened to the marshmallow? It's turned into ash. It's been destroyed. It's been destroyed. Anything you put into a bonfire, anything you put into a fire long enough, it's going to get destroyed. That's what fire does. Fire destroys everything it touches. It destroys everything it touches. That's why, like, fires in a house are so bad. That's why forest fires are so bad, because they destroy everything they touch. A fire is awesome because it brings warmth and comfort and light and all of those things. But at the same time, they're very dangerous. Because, you want, you could get very hurt, you could get burned. But also, it can destroy lots of things. It can destroy lots of things. Everything fire touches, it burns. It eventually destroys. So here when we have Jesus saying, I've come to cast fire upon the earth, we've got to be like, wait, hang on, what? you want to destroy everything? Not exactly, because God's fire is very different. There's a scene in the Old Testament. There's a scene in the Old Testament where Moses, he's run away from Egypt, and he's taking care of a bunch of sheep. He's taking care of a flock for his father-in-law. And he's walking through the hills towards this mountainous area, and all of a sudden he sees something. It says this. Now Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, and he had led his flock to the west side of the wilderness, and he came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Pay attention. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush, and he looked, and behold, the bush was burning, but it was not consumed. The bush was burning, but it was not consumed. What Moses saw was this bush, it was was on fire. But unlike every other fire that we've ever seen, the fire wasn't destroying the bush. The fire wasn't destroying the bush. It wasn't being reduced to ash. See, here's what's going on. God's fire is God's love. God's fire is God's love. God's fire is God's love. Repeat after me. God's fire... Is God's, love. is God's love. One more time. God's fire, God's fire is God's love. God's fire is God's love. God's fire is God's love. God's fire is his love. Maybe some of you have noticed that in the past couple weeks, the, uh, the, the doors into the school uh, have changed. There's a new image on the doors. Mr. Dan here has put a new graphic together, a new graphic design, a new logo for our church. And there's new design on the doors. Anybody notice what the heart has coming out of it? Aiden, what what does the heart have coming out of it? Flames. 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 The sacred heart of Jesus, the sacred heart of Jesus. Every saint that's ever seen the sacred heart of Jesus in a vision or anything, every saint that's ever seen the sacred heart of Jesus says the same thing. That heart is on fire, is burning with fire, and God's fire is God's Say it like you mean it. God's fire is God's That heart is filled with fire, which means it's filled with love. So when Jesus says, I've come to cast fire upon the earth, and how I wish it were already blazing, what he's saying to us is I want to cast my love upon the earth. I want to fill the earth, every part of the earth, with my love. That's what he's saying. I want every part to be filled with that fire of my heart, which is my love, which is my love. Now the word love, I want to get into this a little bit further. The word love in Greek, we're gonna learn a Greek word this morning. The word love in Greek is the word caris. Say karis. karis. Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S. One more time, caris. The word love in Greek is caris. So Jesus is saying, I want to fill the earth with my caris, with my love, with my fire. And it's as if he's trying to figure out how am I gonna do that. How am I going to put my fire, my love, my caris, C-H-A-R-I-S, into the hearts of human beings, into people like us? How do I put my love, my fire into them? How do I do that? Let's fast forward to another scene in the gospel. Holy Thursday, the Last Supper, Jesus has gathered with his disciples They're celebrating the Passover, and he takes bread. Like you've heard at every single Mass, he says, take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body given for you. Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is my blood poured out for you. At the Last Supper, Jesus is instituting the Holy Eucharist, which Jackson's going to receive for the first time today, the Holy Eucharist. Eucharist. Do you see in the middle if that word eucharist e u c h a r i s t in the middle of the word eucharist is the word charis and charis again means what in greek love and if god's fire is god's love what he's doing in the eucharist is he's putting his fire, he's putting his love into this thing that looks like bread and he's giving that to us to eat. He's giving that to us to eat. I know it tastes like bread, I know it looks like bread, I know it smells like bread, but what you're actually eating in some ways is the fire in Jesus' heart. Like every single mass, we come together, we come to Jesus and Jesus' heart is burning. It's excited. It's on fire with love and passion. That's why next to the tabernacle we have the, the, the tabernacle candle, the sanctuary candle. It has to be a real candle. It can't, be a, it can't be a light bulb. It has to be a real flame to tell us, to remind us that this heart in here, there's a heart beating and it's burning with love, burning with fire, burning with passion, right? We come to Mass to come near to this heart of Jesus that is burning, and it's like Jesus reaches into the bonfire of God's love and gives us like an ember, like a glowing ember to eat, and we have fire in our bellies. God's love enters our bodies. God's love (laughs) enters your body. What? For what reason? To turn you and I, to set us on fire, so that Jesus can send us out of this church. Because, like, I don't know about you, but like, you don't live here in the church, right? After Mass ends, you leave the church. You guys are going back to school. You're going back to your classrooms. And then you go home, and you go to your families, and you go to your sports teams. You leave here, and what God is doing, he's saying, all right, I'm going to set you on fire so that you can go out and set people on fire, so that you can bring my fire, which is my love, which is my goodness, out to the world where people want to know me. The world is dark and hurting, and God is giving you a little piece of fire to go set other little hearts on fire. Does that make sense? Amen? Amen. This is what Jesus is doing at every single Mass. The fire from heaven comes to earth in the Eucharist, and then we eat that fire. And then he sends us out like little candles to set other hearts and lives on fire. The question is, will we do it? Like when you leave here, are you going to be a person who carries God's fire, who carries God's love? Or are you going to be someone who puts out fires? Spiritually speaking. Put out real fires, do that for sure. But are you going to be someone who like blows out the flame in other people's hearts? Are you going to be someone who like, reveals to other people the love of God, the goodness of God, or are you going to hide it? That's the question. That's the question. My brothers and sisters, let's just open our hearts for a second. I want you to close your eyes. Should I close your eyes? If you want to receive the gift of this fire at this Mass, I want to invite you to open your hands in front of you on your lap. You're going, to, like, you're going to receive a gift. I want you to repeat after me if this is what you want. Say, Lord Jesus, I want to receive the fire of your love to set my own heart on fire that I might bring your fire and your love love. out out into the world. Amen.